Hello, everybody. My name is Nasa Kraga. I'm here with the one and only George Gway on the George Gway Podcast Show, celebrating his 200th episode. Before we begin, George, I want to thank you for picking me out of everyone um, to kind of, you know, help unlock this, you know, this amazing journey you've been on. And, you know, it's, it's truly an honor and I can't wait to, I can't wait to get to it. But um, I guess to really start us off, basically the first thing I should ask is how did this all start for you? For me personally, I can't believe that it is a 200 episodes and it's, it's been five years. I'm very lucky that, you know, I had a great foundation obviously with it, with it starting. So, you know, pretty much I was taking a year off from school uh, for reason why, you know, I'm not going to get into that, but uh, I was taking a year off from school and needed some things to do that, you know, that I really enjoyed to help uh, make that year go quick. Uh, and something that I've always really enjoyed is talking sports. You know, I know you and Rodney can always attest to that. Uh, I'm always up to talk about sports. And yeah, I knew that it was something that I was able to do. Uh, it started with Bedford Television uh, in my uh, hometown. And I approached them with the idea that, hey, you know, I want to have my own sports show. And I think the reason why I knew it was going to work was just because I watched Bedford TV from time to time during that time. And um, I saw that a lot of people from various ages in Bedford have their own show. Uh, and it seems like that it went really well and that the community access uh, television company, you know, really supported them and made it work. And I figured that, you know, if the people doing it now on TV can do it, you know, why can't I? And, you know, I have a passion for it. And you know, going into it, it was something that I didn't think would turn into really anything successful. I didn't think I would carry it on when I went back to Providence College, but it's definitely uh, something, you know, once I got going with it and something I really enjoyed, I think, you know, the possibilities were endless. Well, I mean, that sounds like a very humbling experience. I mean, we all have we all have dreams and things we want in life. And, you know, uh, you, you got to start somewhere. And like you said, you got to take a year off from school to, you know, kind of lock down, head of your business. You went to Bedford, told them, hey, this is what I want to do. And you've, you've attacked it since. So, you know, I really condemn you, tip my hat to you, um, proud of where you are. What was, um, what were like the keys to, and I don't want to say a, a good start, because like I said, everyone starts somewhere. But what was, I should basically say, when did you, what were the keys to a very good, um, a consistent start, I should say that. Yeah, I think definitely the biggest thing was that it was something that I enjoyed. I think when you start something new, whether it's a hobby or just anything, you got to have, I don't want to say a passion for it, but you got to like doing it to start. And I think that really applies to everything, but just the people around me is what, you know, made it a good start. I think my friends from Providence College were really supportive when I told them I was doing it. Um, you know, I have two great parents that were really supportive of it as well. I can kind of tell that they thought that it was something that, would work out from the beginning, but you know, I owe a lot of big credit also to the people who work at Bedford TV. It worked out really well. It couldn't have worked out any better than the fact that the president of Bedford TV all the time, uh, at the time, Greg Dolan, he's actually in Peabody now with their TV station, but he was actually my high school teacher uh, for broadcast journalism. Wow. Um, you know, he allowed me to broadcast the basketball games from time to time, but uh, you know, every day I was able to help produce the TV show in the morning that aired before school started that you know everyone watched you know I was never on camera just because I was I was the only freshman working on the the show that's where I built that relationship with, with him so I think it really helped that when I wanted to start the show I already knew someone there yeah and you know obviously you got to people that want to work with you and uh I give a lot of credit to Nick Jiglio someone that's high up in Bedford TV there too I think he's in Winchester now you know every day he worked with me to make this a good product and 
I give those two a lot of credit because um, as much as great times we had at Bedford Television for about, I'd say a year and a half. I mean, I was, I was working with them for about eight months. Um, I interned there actually, but you know, at some point I had to separate from them in terms of just, I wanted to do the show at school and, you know, I couldn't going back and forth with Bedford uh, to Providence just to do a 30 minute show was just not easy and it couldn't be done. So I just filmed the shows on my computer and they put it on Bedford TV. Yeah. Uh, yeah so, you know, having people to be able to work with made it really work. And uh, I think it was just great because when I was on Christmas vacation, I was able to go back to Bedford television and do shows there. And it, and it just shows that it's really important when you're starting something to, uh, build relationships with people so that if you want to start it over again or pick right back up, uh, it's no problem. For sure. Shout out to those two. Um, what, and, you know, I know in this, you know, this, this field that we're in with, you know, podcasting and, you know, having shows and sports journalism, what, um, what kind of made you transition to interviews or when, when did it kind of click? Like, okay, maybe I should like start really sitting down with these, you know, these prominent up and coming uh, athletes? Yeah. First of all, just in terms of coming up with the idea to interview these division one athletes, you know, wouldn't have started with a few people at Providence college who gave me the idea. I got to give a shout out to Liam and Brandon uh, who were part of the class of 2019. They're the ones who approached me uh, with the idea and suggested it. Uh, I followed through with it, but uh, I wouldn't have been able to happen without them. And they were the ones who suggested that I interview these athletes on campus. You know, Providence is a great division one school. And, yeah. um, you know, it's just, it was such a great idea because I really had a great time, you know, doing these interviews, but I think, you know, if I was at a school like Ohio state or Michigan, these interviews wouldn't have worked because, you know, say for example, if I want to interview a hockey player, it's easy at Providence just because we have one dining hall. I know you can say about this with Merrimack where you went, it's yeah. pretty easy to see people, you know, if, if you see someone and you catch them at the bad time or the wrong time, you just know yeah. you're going to see them sometime during the week. Uh, yeah. So it was easy. The fact that um, I was able to just start by saying, Hey, I wanted to have you on my sports show, you know, can it work? And uh, I was very lucky that I was close with a student athlete at the school, Colin Miller. He was the goalie in the soccer team. And I knew when I wanted to start the interviews, I did, go to someone that I knew very well and that someone that would trust coming on the show. Uh, and he was someone who knew about the show when I was just talking sports. So um, for him, he didn't even hesitate and he came on the show and uh, you know, that was that. And I started doing my interviews. He was your first, so that was your first athlete. That's what I'm gonna, I was gonna get into next was who was your uh, first interviewee. And I was gonna ask like how that broke down. Yeah, so yeah, so he was the first. Um, at the time he was the goalie in the soccer team. He's still playing. Uh, professional soccer right now which is awesome to see uh yeah. it's really yeah. cool to see where people go from college to playing professional but yeah it was just uh it was a great experience it was during columbus day weekend so you know there was no school going on for Collins, so he was able to do it and uh it's just great that um you know he believed in me and wanted to come on the show he's actually been on the show twice um so i think that was just a great place to start that sounds great that sounds great so what i was going to get next with these athletes is it has it been more so and, and you know the show has you know obviously it's expanded it's grown do these athletes have they been doing the networking for you how's that like the expanding process been have you i know obviously like people like us obviously we're, we're deeming people we're hitting them up seeing what they're doing like seeing if we you know 
we're trying to read their minds. We're trying to, you know, read their brains and pick their brains and see how it is, you know, especially with this art of this, the sport that they perform in. How has the expanding process been with, you know, the show itself? Yeah. Well, I think just in the beginning, it was, um, it was something that I had to, to do was establish myself in terms of interviewing people. I was very lucky that Providence College was a very great division, or is a great division one school with a lot of athletes at different sports, hockey, basketball, uh, lacrosse, soccer. Um, so I had to start there. Uh, I think I did about, I'd say 10 to 12 different interviews with people at school. The biggest one was with Coach Lehman, who's the head coach of the Providence College hockey team. You know, that was actually the second interview. And I think in my head, that was a big ask at first, but, you know, I was a big fan of the hockey team at school and I knew who I was. And uh, the hockey team at school is very accommodating to my show. I've interviewed so many people. Um, so like I said, you know, I had to establish at school and then go out from there. But obviously if I wanted to expand, I needed an opportunity. And that opportunity was with the Cape Cod Baseball League. Uh, so what that is, it's a summer baseball league for Division One players. And mm -hmm. it is the ones at the highest level. In my opinion, they say about 15 to 20% of the Major League Baseball players played in that league. Wow. Uh, you get players from LSU, Alabama, Vanderbilt. I uh, can list schools forever. And uh, I'll give some names. Guys like Aaron Judge played in it, Chris Bryant, uh, Evan wow. Longoria. Uh, the, the player who just won the World Series MVP, he was in the Cape League five years ago. Uh, wow. So, you know, in terms of uh, this league, it's the best of the best, and it doesn't get any better. And – so my opportunity was through there. So what happened was, is I was an intern for that league in 2019, uh, the year before the pandemic. So I think it was good that I got my foot in the door in that league before. Obviously, they didn't have a season, but uh, it was it was tough because I was on game day operations and I had a lot of good friends that I met through there and uh, a few that I still stay in contact. But you know, I didn't really get a chance to do any sort of media or broadcasting or anything. Um, I applied for it, but Thing that's really challenging is you've got to apply like a year and a half in advance. Uh, you know, they take their broadcasting really seriously. And, you know, I had the, the thing working against me that, you know, I didn't study communications uh, or journalism in college, so I didn't have that experience. But what was great was the fact that because I worked for the team, uh, the team, the head of the team got to know me. And then I was actually able to interview uh, players on the team. And that's what really ex expanded it because, you know, I could say when I reached out to other athletes, I'd say, hey, I interviewed your teammate who played in the Cape League. You know, I've interviewed this player who is a star who plays at LSU or, or things like that. Um, yeah. I actually got in a tough situation. Um, Nasty, you can tell by my social media posts, I'm pretty enthusiastic about who I interview and promoting what they do. Um, of course. So I interviewed this player named Cooper Davis. Uh, he played at Vanderbilt. He was this was, he was playing for the rival team I was working for in the playoffs and he hit a grand slam and I was I right there and I jumped up fist bumps at Jose Gway. Um, so <laughs> it was, uh, let's just say it was good. The season was almost over because I was in the doghouse for the rest of the, the summer. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so I think that's when I knew, okay, maybe I have a bit of a problem in terms of supporting the athletes, but uh, the people were saying they were giving me a hard time. I think they would have done the same thing uh, in the moment. So that's that's the thing with uh with this field. Like I feel like some people who like 
like the actual fans, not not us, but the fans that watch the sport and watch, you know, sports journalists and the broadcasters and all of us, like we're really here to support the athlete. You know what I mean? Obviously, we all have our teams that we like, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, we just want to see the athlete do well. So now I, yeah. I get it. Really, I mean, when you said he jumped up for Grizzly, I could just I could just view it. I could just see it in my mind. Like, yes, he was excited for his guy. You were excited for your guy. So there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, definitely not. But it, it's like uh, I'm sure if a Red Sox employee did a fist bump, you know, when Aaron Judge hits a home run out of Fenway, it's not a good yeah. look. It's not a good look. So, yeah, that um, – like I said, it was a great opportunity to work, you know, for that league. I still follow it. I still interview some guys who are playing in the league and guys who are um, alums, but, you know, it just doesn't get any better than that league. You know, I can't say enough good things about it. I highly recommend Nasser. You get down there for a game. It's it's actually pretty cool. Um, their stadiums are actually high school fields. Um, really? So it's just, it's just like pure baseball. It's, it's there's no, um, and the games are free, but, um, you know. It's, games are free. Yeah, games are free. Oh wow! Yeah, and I got a couple. Honestly, I've been to the Cape a little bit. I should make it out for a couple. Yeah, definitely. You might, you might see the next Aaron Judge. You never know. Um, yeah. So that was pretty much that was pretty much the expansion process. Okay. How was um? What were the implications of you know COVID nineteen and the pandemic? I know a lot of these interviews that we like to hold with these athletes and coaches and people. Zoom has been a very, you know, a very big, 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 big help um, in that area. But how has COVID as a whole, um, how did that really impact the show? Yeah, well, you make a good point about Zoom, right? I mean, I, what, the summer of 2019, when I was doing these interviews during the expansion process, uh, it was it was all over the phone. And that was great. But, you know, just say an athlete, um, Jason Tatum, right? Like I could say, oh, I have Jason Tatum on the phone and it, it could be anybody talking. That was just a really hard thing about it. You couldn't, pr I couldn't prove that it was them. I mean, I think it was, if it was someone that went to Providence, you know, a lot of the athletes watching the show or people, they kind of knew what their voice sounded like and just knew who they were. They heard them talking in past interviews. But yeah. Zoom, was, Zoom was big. You know, I think that is something to always be thankful for during a tough time of COVID. You know, but for me, that time really sucked. Um, I was, you were COVID uh, graduation, right? Just like me. Yeah. My, uh, my graduation ceremony, COVID basically canceled it. So I, it was postponed. So I had to wait a whole another year to, to even walk. But yeah. Um, yeah. Same here. Um, so we had that. And then, so it was tough for me. The, I was, I was interning at uh, NBC sports and uh, that internship ended uh, the same day as my school getting canceled. So really, you know, kind of life came to a crash. You know, I, I was there when um, Rudy Gobert tested positive and it was just kind of, it was probably the biggest, yeah, biggest moment in my life where I'm like, what do we do now? But I think uh, what was helpful was the fact that during COVID, all these athletes had um, all the time in the world to talk. Uh, and um, the two biggest starting points, um, I interviewed Ryan Donato, um, who is a forward for the Seattle Kraken in the NHL, played uh, hockey at Harvard, led the team to the Frozen Four. He played for the Bruins to start his career. Um, mm -hmm. Got moved to Minnesota. Now he's in Seattle. He's been around the league. That was big because I went to school with his, with his brother, and his brother helped make that connection, which I was really thankful for. And then I interviewed uh, Jeff Ward, who was, um, at the time, the head coach of the Calgary Flames, the NHL team. And uh, I went to school with his son uh, in high school. Um, so just using the connections during COVID, um, you know, it really helped make the show grow.
But like I said, I was lucky during a time where, um, or lucky in a way, I mean, the time this was happening was really challenging, but it was helpful that all these uh, athletes had time to talk and just like myself, you know, their schedules was really on lockdown too. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Definitely. Looking back on it, what was, or what has been the most rewarding part um, of this whole journey of the whole, the whole show? Yeah, I think a few things. Um, getting back to Providence College was the most rewarding thing. I mean, obviously just getting back there to be back in school was an unbelievable experience. Um, there were a lot of challenges, but it was just the fact that when I brought the show back to school, people were interested in it already. Uh, they weren't just like, well, what is this? What were they, This is what you've been doing the last eight or nine months while you were away like oh I didn't know you were doing this like people knew and uh just to have that buzz around when I came back it was just kind of it was like I never left and it was just you know people saying just take way when I was w walking by them or things like that uh it was just it's it was great to have people buy into it in an early uh stage uh I think just seeing how proud people around me are of it just my parents or friends or uh, people I grew up with, people I went to school with. Uh, I think the, honestly the most rewarding thing that tops it all, though, is just seeing the athletes succeed. Uh, and I know people might think I get caught up in thinking the reason why I'm promoting this highlight is just because I wanted people to say, you know, I was right and I knew that this guy was going to be good. And, you know, in reality, it's just I want people to see that this person is really succeeding right now. And it's it's not – this isn't it. Like, they're they're going to continue and they're only going to get better. So – um, but just things like that, you know, it's, it, I find it so cool that I interview someone and then I, I watch them play on, you know, TNT for, for hockey or, uh, they're in a highlight in the NHL. Um, uh, it's, it's amazing. Or, or even going to watch them play. Um, yeah. I've gotten to see a few of my guests who played, played hockey at Boston university play. And, uh, it was Ty Gallagher, uh, Tyler Boucher. Um, you know, I think just the idea of just saying, oh, I interviewed them and now I can see them play in the biggest stage. You know, I don't think anything got bigger than uh, I, I interviewed Matthew Boldy, who was at Boston College at the time, and he made his debut for the Bruins uh, against the Bruins last January. And I went and watched, got the ticket the day of. Mm -hmm. uh, and he, he scored a goal in his first in his first NHL game. And I don't think um, crazy. I don't think it, it just gets anything better than, any that. Better than that. Yeah, you said it. So just things like that people being proud of it, but I think it just seeing the athletes succeed is the best. Okay. Uh, me, myself, I think you've gotten to know me for, you know, a couple of years now. I respect people, you know, with great work ethic. You are probably, if not the most hardworking person in this field that I know, you're up there. Not even just this field, in general. You have an amazing work ethic. Who, Who's inspired that work ethic for you? Yeah, I, I think... I got to give it to my parents first and foremost. You know, I think uh, with them, it's it's different pieces of, of how they've helped me, you know, just in terms of this. You know, obviously, they've been my parents my whole life, and they, they've helped me my whole life. I think, you know, with this, I think I get my work ethic with this um, from my dad, but I get my passion with this uh, from my mom, just, you know, just certain things in her life that she's been passionate about, you know, for over two decades. And it's just, you know, I've been doing this for – five years and 
she runs she runs my passion up the gym and it's, it's just i know that i get that from her i think that to start with and uh, I, I think obviously i do give it to a few you know athletes that have inspired me over the years uh, i got to give kobe bryant one of them uh one of those people you know the mama mentality work ethic you know obviously i don't think i'll ever live up to that work ethic because i don't think anyone can and i think another person that's really inspired me throughout the years was michael phelps just because he's got that consistent routine and um, perfectionist work ethic. But, you know, he actually, well, I said I took a year off from school, you know, and had those challenging times. You know, he had a challenging time too, where he didn't know if he was you know, going to quit the sport or he was just going through a really difficult stretch of two years before the Rio Olympics. He made it out and won, I think, I think it was four or five gold medals. And that was pretty incredible because of the fact that he took like a year off from swimming. Like I think he said he didn't swim for a year and these guys, you know, the Olympics, these guys go every day. And the fact that he just, he just taught back in the pool, like it was nothing. He won four gold medals. He mentioned a book that helped him a lot, which was called the the purpose driven life. Um, it was actually a book that Ray Lewis recommended to him. Really? I think it was just something that's when you're going through a difficult time, it really ties things all together. And um, I, I thought it really helped me and, it, and, and I know that it helped him too. So Obviously, my parents, but, you know, you, you, I can't say that there's no couple athletes that inspired me to do this. So what's next, my man? What's 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 next to uh, obviously I know you're going to keep doing more shows. So, I, you know, obviously that's coming. But what's what's really next for the, the show? Yeah, I mean, I think in terms of the guests, I think there's a big chapter coming up. Uh, I think about eight of my guests are supposed to go in the t- first round of the NHL draft this upcoming year. I'm hoping to get to 15 by the end of the draft. I mean, it's not until July. Yeah. Um, but so that would be cool to see. You know, I think I think the most I've ever had in, in any draft going the first round, I think it was three guests. So really seeing that's been awesome. But, you know, I'm really trying to get the, the athletes that are stars now. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm never going to get LeBron James or something like that. I'm not saying that. But just guys that are on the pro rosters right now and that can um, really perform as all-stars, potential all-stars. You know, I, I want to keep doing the whole, you know, here's this athlete. They're going to be a star in two to three years. You just got to wait, get to know them now. To me, I, I really want to um, interview someone who's there right now, but it's a, uh, a lot of challenge challenges i think i do have a lot of names that have been on the show that can you know help me say hey i'm credible but it's um it's i think it's hard when you're an independent agency or show that's you know doesn't really have many subscribers or doesn't have you know gets views on shows but um you know not the uh not not a ton but um like i said that's what we're all for. It's it's the same battle with everyone. No one, no one in an independent agency like you said is gonna you know, they're not gonna start off with you know Chris Paul. That just doesn't happen. You just gotta start. You gotta start somewhere. Um, but with that being said, now that we get into you know the specific athletes, what has been if you were to pick? And I know this is, I know you have a long list of you know, NHL players. You know players that have gone to BU and BC and Providence and all these prominent big hockey schools. What, who have, who has been, if you were to pick three of your favorite interviews throughout the journey, if you were to really to pick, I know it's, I know it's tough. And I know there's a lot of players. No, it's tough. You know, you got 200 and you got to, 205, (laughs) you got to pick three, but 
Yeah. You know, I, I, when I answer this question, I want everyone to know that every single guest is, has been important. Um, it's grown the show, you know, every time I've interviewed someone, I think they know at least four to five names that I'm telling them yeah. uh, that can help me convince them. And obviously every single episode has allowed me to grow and learn, you know, rewatching it and just knowing how can I get better. Um, you know, I don't want everyone to think that, you know, one person's episode was less important than the other, but whew, if I had to pick three, um, I would probably go with number one, Kyle Draper, just because I think that I did this when I was just starting out. This was a, this wasn't an interview. It was a, it was a Bedford TV show. We were just talking about the Celtics uh, and the NBA offseason and the Red Sox. But to me, that that couldn't have gotten any better. I was, you know, hanging out with someone that I looked up to for many years. You know, this guy has the best job in the world, in my opinion. I know he's he's in Sacramento now, Kyle, um, mm-hmm. doing the same work he did with the Celtics, you know, broadcasting. But at the time, he had the best job in the world to me. He got paid to talk about the Celtics every single day. And yeah. he was doing – exactly. Easy. Doing what doing what I love to do, and he's taken it to a higher level. Uh, and I, it was just a great starting point. And I ultimately thought that if I can do this with Kyle Draper, I, I can I can host anybody. And it he allowed me to have that kind of mentality that, you know, anyone that comes on the show, I'm not I'm not going to be afraid of. Uh, and it it just worked out so well, and it was it, that was awesome. So number two, I'll go with Brendan Shanahan. And he's the president of Toronto Maple Leafs, and he is in the Hockey Hall of Fame, won three Stanley Cups, or was it two? He won multiple Stanley Cups, but that was a great interview just because he's such a great hockey figure. And I interview so many players that play in the Ontario Hockey League, um, which is the like league before the pros. And that was really important because, you know, the Toronto Maple Leafs play in Ontario, and Brendan Shanahan is from Toronto. Everyone knows his name. So now I can pretty much have any Ontario Hockey League player on the show because he came on the show. And it was a great interview also because uh, I had to wait two years for it. Uh, I asked him in the summer of 2019, and it couldn't work out because he said, I got the season coming up. It's just too much. And I said, okay, we'll wait till next year. And then, COVID happened and, you know, obviously he's not going to do it during COVID, but while it didn't work out during those times, I waited a while and we were able to make it work. And uh, I hosted him last September and that's an interview I'll always be thankful for. And I think the third one, I think I'm going to have to go with coach Lehman, uh, who was the Providence, who was the Providence college men's hockey coach. Just because I think when you're a huge fan of the hockey team at school and that's your second interview and you're you're sitting in the office, you know, you see all the trophies, the recognitions, and you're just you're sitting there like, wow, this is where it all goes down. This is where he prepares. And uh that was just really cool. You know, I think that was an interview I was nervous for. Not nervous because of Coach Lehman, just because I know he's a great guy. I think just it was an interview where I didn't want to get wrapped up in the moment too much. Um but, you know, after I interviewed him, every player that I've interviewed has 
agreed to come on the show because it started because he was on the show and it worked out well. Um, so I'll always be thankful for Providence College Hockey that they really got the show uh, going. And uh, obviously with Coach Lehman, it was one of my favorite interviews. Man, I was, I know that was not, I know that was not easy. I know. And, and honestly, after this, I know you're going to kind of sit back and you're going to be like, man, you might, you might think of like two to three other interviews that were probably just as impactful probably this journey. 10 maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, that's, that, that means that's a good thing. That's a good thing. So who would you give the most credit to for where you are? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people I got to give credit to, you know, definitely my parents, I believe already touched up upon this, you know, I definitely give credit to, the people in my inner circle, whether that's at home or those from Providence College, you know, they believed in me even before I started this and all this happened. And uh, even when things aren't great, they're, they're still believing in me. Got to give credit to a lot of the guests who've been on the show that didn't even know me at all and took a chance on me and allowed my show to grow. You know, I give them so much credit and thanks for doing that. You know, thank you to all the people at Providence College who believed in this when I was you know, taking my year off from school and my return was up in the air. You know, and finally, I want to give credit to those who didn't believe in it at the start. You know, when I started the show, a lot of people were giving me a hard time saying the show wouldn't work, you know, even during that difficult time. And I think that was just, it didn't make sense to me because I knew, I know that if I saw someone trying to start something during a difficult time, I want to give them positive remarks and help them build their confidence. And that wasn't the case with some people. You know, I'm not sure why, but, you know, all those factor into things that, you know, have helped me grow and help me keep pushing forward. So, yeah, that's what I give credit to. 100%. If you had one person, I'm not going to say athlete, I'll say person because you interview. If you had one person to interview right now, who would that person be? Oh, man. I mean, I think – uh Obviously, the people I've, I've had interest in, you know, whether they're playing their sport or not, I think I always have wanted to interview, like, the GOATs, like Jordan, Brady, uh, Michael Phelps, Usain Bolt. I can go on and on. Um, you know, I think definitely – I'm going to say three people. Just I think I've definitely been caught up in interviewing people who have done so much just for their sport. Um, but I think, you know, there are certain people mm -hmm. who – are the best ever are at what they do or arguably, but they also did so much away from their sport that helped not only their sport grow, but the world grow, you know, people like Muhammad Ali, Jackie Robinson, you know, someone that uh, like Ted Williams, who Ted Williams is arguably the greatest hitter to ever live. And that guy fought in world war two. Like, I think I'd want someone who has incredible off field impact, or maybe Bill Russell. I think I think someone like that, just because uh, people that I listed, you could you could talk about just what they did away from their sport as much as their what they did with their sport, and their people are going to listen just as much. Um, so someone like that. But I think if it had to come down to it, just because of uh, just in terms of an importance of growth of what I've been doing, I probably would go Michael Phelps, um, and also just because he's the most dominant athlete I've ever seen. I mean, you see the stats, like he has more gold medals than some countries have in their whole history. And um, the eight for eight in Beijing um, and then talking about, you know, the challenges he faced and how he's able to come back and win four gold medals away from a year from swimming. Like I, I, I think I'd have to go with Michael Phelps. I know that was a long answer, but probably Phelps.
No, no, that's, I mean, it's a great answer. I mean, it's, it's, it, that's a pretty difficult question. I mean, one guy to pick from, but I, I did like um, how you touched upon the athletes that may not be the most impactful in their sport, but also one of the most impactful athletes, you know, off the floor, off the court, off the field. So yeah, that's why I'm, no, that was a great answer. Michael Phelps, especially with, and you said earlier how he, what, the role he played in your growth um, in, in, you know, in this art. So um, no, nah, there's, there's nothing wrong with that answer. Yeah. I mean, just being able to sit down with anyone that I listed would just be a, you know, great interview and a great experience, but Nasser, thank you so much for doing this. This was awesome. Real pleasure. Guys, thanks for helping me get to 200 episodes. All the people who have been on the show, people have watched. We did it. The show's going to keep going. It's not going anywhere. I think we can get to 1,000. So let's keep it rolling.